I'm Dr. Fred Silva of Arcana Laboratories, coming to you from Little Rock, Arkansas, with another installment of Throwback Thursday. Consultant, being a consultant, a survey. There's an old saying that the key components of being a good consultant are the A's, availability, affability, and ability. Actually, there's another A, but I forgot that. Maybe it's not being absent-minded. A few years ago, when I was EVP of the USCAP, I did an informal survey of 35 major, renowned consultants that I knew had a large, successful consultation practice. They were from 17 different organ systems, including, of course, the kidney. I asked them two questions. Number one, what are the most important traits of an outstanding anatomic surgical pathologist? And I guess that includes a nephropathologist. And number two, I thought I'd know this answer. What are the most important traits of a pathologist serving as a consultant, knowing that the answers would likely overlap? Here's a brief summary of what the crowd sourcing said. Number one, know what the physician needs to know. What would be the therapeutic and prognostic ramifications of your diagnosis solving the physician's question? Dr. Elaine Jaffe reminded me that when you send a consult to another expert consulting pathologist, you should always indicate what the question is that you are asking and if there is one in addition to just the diagnosis. Number two, open communication involving even getting the previous material and knowing when to ask for additional information, a meaningful and clear report, being polite, respectful, courteous, and considerate. It is always important to let the pathologist of record, the sending pathologist, know what you think about the biopsy specimen before the clinician is notified. That is essential. Other comments were, Remaining up-to-date on the literature, combining humility, but also giving the answer, not wavering or waffling too much. Considering all aspects of the clinical history and integrating all sources of information. In other words, getting the big picture, not buying into confirmation bias or other fallacies. Integrating all sources of information especially knowing what you know and what you don't know and not being afraid to ask for help from other pathologists, that is, patients before pride. If there is a delay in diagnosis, for example, because of special stains or studies, the clinician is always thankful for that feedback and why the delay. A few words about being a better pathologist. These consultants indicated the following ways to become even a better pathologist. Again, knowing what you don't know and not being afraid to ask somebody else. If you see something once and don't know what it is, I guarantee you it'll be back again, and you still won't know. There is no substitute for experience and high volume. See as many cases as you can, and knowing what happens to the patient. That takes time, no double entendre there. Dr. Chris Larson is fabulous at this, getting follow-up on his patients. 
Knowing the recent good literature, as I said before, is essential, and knowing how much the nephrologist wants to know and whether they're in a hurry or not. Also, what can I do heuristically? What to do next to help pin down an exact diagnosis can really help the nephrologist. That's why you need to know some clinical medicine. Expand your differential diagnosis. If you don't think about it, you won't make the diagnosis. If you want a complete list of what the consultants I consulted said, let me know and I'll send it to you. The most common errors are number one, being in a rush, number two, expanding your differential diagnosis so that nothing escapes, number three, accepting inadequate slides or histories. Of course, knowing the logical fallacies that we all fall into sometimes is important. There are several books about that, such as Kahneman's Thinking Fast and Slow or The Philosopher's Toolkit and the August 2003 issue of Academic Pathology has a great article listing the 40 or so logical fallacies they've seen in medicine. That podcast to come. The answers to the second question were, mostly, not a surprise, we are always consultants. In my opinion, every pathology report should be a consultation report. There were a number of other comments, but in the interest of time and brevity, I'll forgo those, although they're pretty clear. Dr. Vivette Degotti, one of the greatest renal pathologists in person, says it well, quote, As an expert, you can provide them, the sending pathologist, with new knowledge that will help them in their own practice. Over the years, you provide a kind of CME for some pathologists who are isolated from larger centers. I have seen myself how this kind of CME effect works, and I have been gratified to find my own diagnostic insights incorporated into future reports from the referring pathologist as they improve their skill over the years. End of quote. The great thing about a teacher is you never know where their influence ends. Thank you for listening. This podcast and more can be found in the iTunes and Google Play stores. For more information and educational programming like this, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, or visit us on the web at arcanalabs.com.